Welcome to another episode of Don't Give Up Skeleton. I'm your host, Jeremy Greer. This week we are joined by Adam Burdett. Adam is a good friend of Emily's that you may remember from episode number 8. She got him started with the Dark Souls series by giving him a copy of the game, and now he's slowly but surely becoming an addict and working his way through the series. It was a great conversation, and I really enjoyed it, and hopefully Adam did as well. Remember, if you'd like to come on the podcast and talk with me, send me an email to dguspodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, enjoy the episode. So you've only played Dark Souls 1 and then Demon Souls? Yeah. Um, I beat Dark Souls probably a month or so ago and picked right up on Demon Souls. Um, I got I actually borrowed a PS3 to be able to do it. I haven't had a PlayStation device since PS2. So you were playing uh, Dark Souls 1 on like the PC? or? Yeah, PC all the way. Okay, cool. What got you into playing Dark Souls to begin with? Uh... I mean, I've always loved games like that, and any game that portrays like a medieval setting, I'm gonna love because I mean that's that's kind of the thing I'm into. Um, I love uh, they have they have modern historical medieval battles and stuff that they do, and it's it's fantastic. But um, my friend, and actually I think you had her on a previous episode. I assume it's gonna have come out by now. Um, mm-hmm. You had Emily Bracken on here, yep. and uh, she actually gave me a copy of the game just straight up. You know, and that was fantastic. I was like, "Oh, what a wonderful, what a wonderful gift!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll find that um, uh, hardcore Souls fans will just buy the game for people that have never played it before and hand it out. Like I've probably given like ten people copies of Dark Souls. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I'm thinking about playing it. Well, here you should. Now you have no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> what hey, kind of games it, were you playing like before that? Like I know you were these RPGs or action. You know, what, what were you but, kind of playing? Right before the, uh, Dark Souls, I was playing uh, Fallout 4, actually. That was, and before that, I had, I know I had, like, not played as much as I usually had or in years previous, you know. I would kind of been in more of a game lull. And uh, Fallout 4, I, I ramped up with that. Um, you know, it, Bethesda games are comfortable. You can, <laughs> you know, you can kind of sink in them and let the story just wash over you as you succeed in mission after mission. So... <laughs> Hmm. That got me kind of back into gaming and not not as much uh, just watching of games because I've been watching a lot of like speed runs and and you know YouTube videos and whatnot. It's really interesting. So you like Fallout Four came out like not long ago, like last year, right? So like this is right. this is all brand new. Like you just you start playing Dark Souls after Fallout Four. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think I got the the copy in like 2014, but it t- took me a while to like get into it and and really give it a try. Um, I bounced off of it at least twice before, uh, but this time I was really dedicated to, like, I want to sit down and actually play this game through, no matter what it has to throw at me. Can you uh, kind of tell me, like, how, what'd you bounce off of for the first time? And I know the first time I played Dark Souls, it was not long after Emily gave me the game, um, I, I think I tried to take the Asylum Demon on, like, straight on, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't reading the developer messages very well, um... I don't even know if I tried to take him on with the broken sword or if I did find the side passage there or what, but I don't think I even got out of the asylum my first time through. You know, it was such a, a shock to the senses, you know, especially when you when you see the boss for the first time and the, the music comes on and whatnot. Yeah, oh. this perfectly quiet game up until this point where you can hear your footsteps and all of a sudden, right. Oh, my God. <laughs> it really does assault you. Um and the second time, I, I remember making it to Firelink. I beat the Asylum Demon, and I made it to Firelink. But something about who's who's the uh, the guy there, right there at the beginning in the Firelink? Crestfallen um, Knight. Crestfallen Knight. I, I talked to him, and I remember like his description of the quest ahead of me sounding so daunting. You know, I'm like 
seriously like there's there's two bells and i'm looking around and i'm like this place looks huge even the just the far off things i can see this place looks pretty huge and there's two bells i gotta find in all this <laughs> uh, i don't i don't i don't know about that man <laughs> that's just too much <laughs> i've done um i've done like 20 of these episodes so far and um oh, yeah. I, usually the response i get on this is like i tried playing the game and it was like too much or like I couldn't mm. I couldn't handle the controls or I died over and over again or I went down to the skeletons and I died over and over again. Usually it comes down to dying over and over again. I've never heard like I, the quest was just too big for me. I couldn't yeah. handle it. The crestfallen <laughs> merchant literally was, you know, <laughs> made me think, no, nah, I shouldn't try that. <laughs> he just big leads you out right out of the game. Like oh, I'm he sorry. Really did. I'm not I'm not capable of this. <laughs> That's great. I want to uh, see that in like a movie or at some point where like the main character is just like, no man, I, 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 I I'm not going to do this. See you later. Get somebody yeah. else. <laughs> You've got this big quest ahead of you. It's going to be epic. You know, you're going to save the world, but nah, man, that's, that's, that's too much for me. <laughs> so uh, like, what was it like? What was Cause you were playing fallout four and you had bounced off this game twice. Was uh, like your friends like just saying like, no, no, really you have to play it. You have to play it. Or did something like happen? Or did you hear that dark souls three was coming out? Or like what, what drove you to play dark souls for the first time? Um, actually, so Emily and I share a, a martial arts class um, and it's based off of uh, European medieval martial arts kind of thing. And um, so we had a, a presentation for class and it was on uh, the virtue for, for the, that, you know, section of class that we were going over, which was uh, passion. And, and her passion project was for Dark Souls. You know, she presented this, this really nice um, you know, argument about why you should play Dark Souls and why the lore was fantastic. And, and it was, you know, much more of a, a whole game experience than, than you would usually have, you know, from any other game. So that, that really stirred me. And, uh, uh, it, it still took me a few months to really get into it, but I, I you know, stayed dedicated that I really wanted to do it. So when you say like it took you a few months, would you pick up the game, play for a little bit, and then like say like I'm not having any fun, I'm going to play something else, or like are you just not have a lot of time to put like because it kind of takes a, like a big, good chunk of hours to get into it for the first time. Like it, you, know, you have to like sit there for a few hours until you grasp everything that it, the game is trying to teach you. Like which one was it? Yeah, I think that's what it was with. Um, I hadn't been playing too many games recently, and you know I'd just come off of Fallout 4, so finding time to to really sink into a new game and and one that I especially I knew I was going to have to you know take a real good session with, you know I've got uh, I've got a job and kids and everything, so finding time for gaming isn't always easy anyway. Oh, I can only imagine. I have a, a job and a wife, but no kids, and I still have yeah. a hard time. <laughs> for a while, time. we actually had a. Yeah. For a while, we actually had a rule in the house, you know, no uh, no games that don't have a pause button, you know, because <laughs> when you need to get up and take care of the baby or something, you know, yeah, it, I guess, it's yeah, stop. it's yeah. going to stop right there. Because <laughs> the baby's not going to stop crying just because you're in the middle <laughs> no. of fighting a boss, right? <laughs> no, exactly. Hang on, honey, hang on. The Taurus demon's about to go down. Yeah, yeah, I'm two hits away, just hang on. <laughs> My wife listens to the show, and she's gonna. She has heard me say that because <clears throat> there's, you know, like she'd be like, "Come on, let's let's eat dinner or something." I'm like, "But I'm only like three hits away. <laughs> You've been playing for eight hours. You can stop." <laughs> no, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, you know, I've been listening to today's episode actually, um, and thinking about your uh, your widow's podcast or whatever. And I was gonna tell you, my wife actually picked up the game. Oh, really? In between. Yeah, between me and Emily, she's a, a friend of both of ours, uh, talking about it constantly. And, of course, she she listens to Duck Feed's podcast as well. She actually picked up the game. Uh, I think she just got through the depths, actually. Wow, that's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, I know. She, so she's really into it, huh? Yeah, I was really <laughs> proud of her. Um, she beat um, Gaping Dragon on first try. I was like, yes. That's, that's impressive. That's a great Whatever. boss to beat. Are you uh like is she is she a, a gamer like you like do you guys play games together a lot? We don't we don't typically play together. Sometimes we will like we played uh, Don't Starve together quite a bit together. Um, but she's definitely a gamer like me, and you know we'll sit down her on her laptop and me on the PC or you know whatever and play tandem games in the evening sometimes. I have to make a small digression off of Dark Souls. Don't Starve has co-op. Yeah, Don't Starve together. Um, Basically, no you idea. can create a game. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's fantastic because um, you can delegate, you know, like, oh, okay, you go do this and we'll build up the base. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, because uh, my wife and I play some games together and it's primarily on the PS4, like couch co-op, and we don't really like playing competitive games to, with one another. But um, I like Don't Starve a lot, but having another person in that game I can only think would make it easier and therefore more fun. So Yeah, exactly. Well, you have to split the resources, but, you know, you have twice as many, twice as many hands. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Interesting. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get oh, off topic fine. or anything. No, no. <laughs> Um, so how long ago was it that you finished Dark Souls 1 for the first time? Oh, gosh, let's see. Uh, it was, like, right when I sent you the email. So, gosh, it it's probably been maybe a month, maybe a month and a half, something like that. So it's still fresh in your mind. Did you go oh, yeah. back through and, well, you said you picked up demons, but did you go back through and, like, okay, I'm going to go through New Game Plus, or I'm going to start a new character, or anything like that? I, uh... I wanted to kill the Taurus demon in New Game Plus. I had to do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that um, feels pretty good because the game hasn't really ramped up their health and damage from enemies, so you can that's a real oh, yeah. good victory lap. Yeah, like the Undead Berg is a great, like, I'm just going to run through <laughs> and destroy everything. Right, running attack. <laughs> I, the, uh, the Asylum demon actually fell to my plunge attack. I was like, Are you, wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it takes. Um, but yeah, and I, that was part of the email I sent you, because um, I originally thought this was apparently a write-in, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I never beat the Taurus Demon on my first playthrough, on, on this playthrough. Um, he, you know, I, I, I had gone up there time after time, you know, either falling off or, uh, you know, getting pummeled by his giant axe, and, uh, you know, just one more time, I had, I had fallen off the side, and... You know, I think I can't remember if the the you died message had come up yet, but it was still showing like the the pit where I'd fallen, and all of a sudden here comes the Taurus demon. He jumps down after me, and it says victory achieved. <laughs> I'm like, I, man. <laughs> and I'm sure like you were kind of grateful, like okay, I don't have to do this anymore. But at the same time, like, probably feeling like you were robbed, right? Like, oh, should, oh yeah, that, that that should have been me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had this, you know, just a few more attempts, and I, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like the game's like, oh, it's okay. I know that was really hard. Let me do it for you. You know, here. <laughs> what I had your, already uh, officially died. I don't know how, you know, oh, yeah. what you sequence can, of events. Dark Souls is really weird about that. I was playing Dark Souls 3 yesterday, and um, I died. I'm just doing, like, speed runs through the game plus to get mm-hmm. all the stupid achievements. And, um, like, my summon, I died, and, like, right when the boss had only a little bit of health left, and so mm-hmm. my summons killed the boss, and it gave me the victory anyway. <laughs> but I had to go all the way back into the boss arena, because I didn't like the bonfires, <laughs> and, and, like, my body was there with the souls that I would have gotten. Like, it was a really spacey, wasty type situation. <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty odd. So your Dark bloodstain? Souls has always been weird like that. Your bloodstain had the boss souls? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember if that was the same with me on the Taurus Demon or not. I don't I don't remember at all. Yeah, there's um there's always fun stuff. A lot of my there's a PvP build that I do that was basically a suicide bomb that relied on like other people in PvP attacking my dying corpse. So then that I would it would trigger oh, yeah. the spell after the fact so and kill him. Yeah, so like Dark Souls is I've real weird. You talk about, about that. that. Yeah. I go if you let me I will go on and on about karmic justice. So I won't even get started. <clears throat> I don't think I've ever heard of anybody or at least, you know, from what I've seen and heard of anybody but you making it work though. <laughs> <laughs> In the next few weeks, uh there's a guy that has been that I've recorded with and I'll release his episode and uh he me and him like did Simon like he was working on his builds and I was working on my build at the same time on something awful. So like we got to know each other from that. So he he's like the only other guy. And then there's like this Japanese dude that put a bunch of random Japanese videos doing KJ stuff. <laughs> it's like, I feel like I'm the only people in the world. So. Yeah, I've seen people literally stay in there going, this should be firing, right? Like fighting the four kings, you know, sitting in Havels. Like, why isn't this firing? I don't understand. Oh, man. See, the problem, I, I don't need to get off into details, but the problem with Havels is that if you don't actually do any damage to yourself mm. it won't trigger like ah. i did that with my low soul level build uh and put on like some havel boots or something they would hit me like five or ten times and uh but I, it wasn't actually damaging me because my armor was so much higher <laughs> than their damage output like so i had to mm-hmm. switch off of havels anyway yeah right. so i can get way off into some dark souls one you know technical stuff but let's not get into that sure 
What was your, uh, so, like, after the tour statement, like, what do you think is your, did you, was it kind of smooth sailing from there, or do you constantly just scraping to get by? Well, there's a, there's a good point, but right before that is I had to, for some reason, I had to kill the Black Knight in the Berg. Okay. Like, I killed him before I fought the Taurus Demon for the first time. Uh, everybody was like, you can skip him, you can skip him, I know he's hard, you know, don't worry about it, come back for him. And I'm like, no, I have to beat this guy for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. And at that point, I was still using, um, I looked it up earlier, what was it? the Reinforced Club you can buy from the Undeaded Mail yeah. Merchant. The Nail Bat. Yeah, the nail bat. <laughs> it had a nice downward plunge, though. I mean, but mm-hmm. anyway. Um, and, you know, God, I, I smacked up against his armor so many times. You know, at first I was I was being dumb about it, just trying to go down there and fight him. And finally I was, like, getting him back on that parapet, you know, where the um, the two uh, shield Firebomb and sword are, hollows yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And finally, I'm like, okay, okay, I can't do it here. I don't have enough room. I'm going to take him all the way back to where the the three hollows are back there in the beginning, right next to the locked door. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, time we, after, were you like clearing out the area of all of like the easy enemies, and then just like hiding him backwards halfway across the level? Yeah, <laughs> nice. Over and over again. <laughs> I I don't remember how many attempts it took me, but it took me quite a few. And uh, but finally, I beat him. And uh, the point of this whole story is that uh, he dropped the Black Knight sword in the Berg, right? So um, after a little while in the parish, like the parish wasn't too bad. Um, after a little while in the parish, I got the stats for that. Um, so that, I, I did have a lot easier rolling once I got the stats for that. But uh, as far as the parish went, I started listening to Bonfireside chat and... Um, I knew to be kind of more careful with groups of enemies and use my, my uh, bow. So I managed to, to lure out the guy that was going to close the gate, and he never he never even went for it. Okay. <laughs> so that was nice. I didn't even know he was going to close the gate. I'm like, he closes the gate when I first found out? <laughs> okay, that, that would have sucked. <laughs> so this whole area that's like pretty much meant to like stifle you, like you just went, just basically used the shortcut <laughs> and just walked right on through. Like you didn't have to go through the, like the 20 minutes and 15 enemies no. that you have to go through on the side. <laughs> yeah, that's I was great. just like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take these hollows one by one. Here, you come here. Let's fight. All right, you're dead. <laughs> you come here. And uh, I kind of cheese the boar, actually, because the boar will, like, his AI tells him to, to get back into that courtyard. And if he comes past the, the portcullis there into the, the steps, he'll, he'll attack a little bit, but he's always like, oh, okay, i got to turn around and, and go back into there. Yeah. He just attack his butt over and over again. Does that walk back thing, like I'm going to slowly mm-hmm. move back that a lot of enemies do. And at this point, you said you were using the Black Knight Greatsword? Uh, not, not, and not, and it wasn't okay. the great sword. It was just the black knight sword. Uh, oh, but, okay. um, mm-hmm. uh, not quite at this point. I got to the gargoyles before I started to use that. Nice. That probably Sorry. carried you through the whole game, huh? Yeah, it did. Actually. That was my main weapon the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That is fantastic. Yeah. I actually, I actually did get the, um, the black knight great sword from the knight in the parish as well. Jeez, man. Did you have any I other know. lucky drops? Like, did you get a Chandler's Trident? The, <laughs> no, I didn't get the Chandler's Trident. The whole game, even. Um, I did get the Boar's Head Helm. That's not too hard a one to get. Um, oh, trying to think if I got anything else really cool. Mm, I don't think so. Oh, I did get a Balder Side Sword. <laughs> well, see, that's, that's like three pretty rare drops to have to have happen in one single run. Like, I don't right. think... Like Cole from Bonfire Side Chat still hasn't had a, a Balder Side Sword drop oh, no. <laughs> over like twelve runs or something. Well, I have a, a weird theory, and it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. With uh, I think before the recording, probably with Windows Ten, um, something something's weird was weird on the Windows Ten. Whenever I launched the game on Steam, it'd be like, "Oh, this is the first time you're launching this game," or you know, you know, do you are you sure you want to let this game run and security settings and all that? I'm like, yes, every single time. <laughs> I don't know how to. I didn't know how to stop it. It was some sort of bug with Windows 10 in the game. Uh, hmm. So I don't know if that affected the the RNG at all. But yeah. who knows? It was a really lucky run. <laughs> <laughs> well, after getting like through the gargoyles, what do you th- or like what do you think was your kind of biggest boss hangup in Dark Souls? Like the the one that like wanted you made you want to break your controller? Oh my gosh, um, Four Kings definitely. Really? Like, it just it just did not seem very fun and I, I 
I wasn't the type to 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 experiment with different armors and whatnot. You know, I, I had my gear, I had my set, I wanted to go at it and, and beat this guy. And uh, so, you know, I didn't put on Havels or anything like that. Um, and by that time, I, I was in pretty upgraded, uh, not steel set, iron set. Okay. Um, so some pretty heavy armor. Yeah, decently. But I was still medium rolling. Um, and, you know, I that was the one that made me try the absolute most. I, I remember I spent, like, a couple of hours, two or three hours one night, talking to Emily on, on Slack, and like, God, I can't beat this. You know, this is crazy. And because most of the other bosses had fell, fell in, uh, fell in, <laughs> fallen uh, pretty quickly. And uh, so I put it down for the night. You know, I came back the next day and put on, um, what did I do? I put on whatever the magic resistance ring is. Gave, you, gave me like 20 extra magic resist. Okay. Um, and I want to say, maybe I switched shields or something. I want to say it was just the magic resist ring, and I was able to do it right then, you know, because it was just really those big magic blasts that that would you know come through my shield. How much were you relying on like Emily and like other people or the internet to to kind of assist you through? Were you trying to go as blind as possible and only like okay, I'm stuck, tell me where to go, or were you just kind of looking at like okay, this is the optimal path through this area? Hmm. I remember I I don't think I was relying on too much. Occasionally I would I would look up a map because it was just too frustrating such as uh the top of Sens, you know. By the time I got to the top of Sens, I'm like there's got to be a bonfire around here somewhere where the hell is it? <laughs> you know. <laughs> where is this bonfire? <laughs> Fuck it, I'm going to look up a map. All right. Um but I mean as far as like equipment stats and stuff I was definitely, you know, heavily on the wiki and figuring out exactly what, you know, equipment I wanted and you know everything like that. But uh Emily did de- definitely help sherpa me through the game a little bit. You know, if I would be hung up on something, I think um you know, and I'm like, "Where where is the lower undead berg? What is this?" you know, and she's like, "Just look <laughs> at look at your keys, you know." Yeah, just kind of pointing you in the right direction, not yeah, exactly laying it all out. Yeah. That's that's how always the classic one is. Read your item descriptions. Read your mm. item descriptions. And like, I remember people telling me that when I first started playing Dark Souls and going like, the what? <laughs> yeah. The what? W- what are you talking about? <laughs> Press the X button. <laughs> it was really. Um, I go back to this a lot, but uh, watching K plays LP when she mm. did Dark Souls one and watching her literally spend like I think her first episode is like twenty or thirty minutes just of her in the menus like literally going through and. <laughs> Apparently the game actually does explain way more than you give it credit for if you just go through all of the menus and like hit the right button like it t- gives you little explanations for the stats and everything like been watching her do that and then figure everything else based on that I was like okay I'm just a dummy like I'm just <laughs> I just rushed into this thinking that I knew how to play video games and not actually learning anything well, I knew if you pressed um and I used an Xbox controller for the whole thing so I knew if you press like select yeah I think it would bring up like some sort of little bit of help Mm-hmm. or something but i didn't know it worked on everything that would it works fantastic on, yeah like if you go through your stats it'll go through all of your stats and like, and mm. like it tells you so much <laughs> uh, this would have been helpful <laughs> for, like, uh, 40 or 50 hours ago <laughs> right 40 or 50 hours ago oh, did you yeah. get um like in there's some classic uh, Dark Souls one kind of gotcha moments like getting cursed in the in the depths or um, you know going into the four, four kings fight without the ring for the first time and instantly mm-hmm. dying. Like, did you get cra- tra- trapped on a lot of that stuff, or were people kind of guiding you around it? Uh, two two very good ones. Uh, the one you just named actually, I died to the pit boss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did not heed the words of uh, the dude in red up there. Yeah, yeah um, he, he kind of tells you exactly what you need to know. <laughs> yeah, I even had the ring on me. I just was like, oh, okay, I'll just jump into this pit, I guess. I don't know. Is this the boss fight? What's going on here? <laughs> um, but uh, I, I hadn't, I hadn't, you know, listened to or, or you know looked at anything about the game when I initially just started it. So mm-hmm. setting up my character and everything like that. Uh, all I knew is that I wanted to be a warrior because I wanted a melee build and I wanted to, you know, be a little tanky. Um, so, you know, of course you read all of the gifts and you're like, huh, that tiny uh, being's ring looks really good. I would love to regenerate my health. <laughs> that sounds like a fantastic thing. Why wouldn't you get that every time, right? Like, of course. 
Uh, so <laughs> I think I played with it for a little while, not really noticing that it wasn't doing what I thought it was going to do. And then I listened to the first episode of Bonfire Side Chat, and they talked about it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that it doesn't, it just specifically lies to you. <laughs> yeah, and then you take it off, and you're like, oh, it's, it's just that tiny little bit of the health bar shit. <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Did you, uh, while you were playing Dark Souls, did you get into PvP at all? Because like, I know there's a, still a pretty decent scene on uh, the PC. I think it's dropped off a little bit on Xbox, but I know, I know it's there on PC. I didn't too much. Um, I I am not a social gamer. You know, I'll even play an MMO and, and like, solo as much as I possibly can. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. weird like that. So uh, I did do at least a couple of PvP battles. I remember somebody... Um, What's the red sign if, when you leave the red sign? It's just the red sign, soapstone. Oh, yeah. I thought you had to be a member of a covenant or something for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw a red soapstone sign outside of uh, the Artorias fight on the other side of the Artorias fight. So I'm like, okay, okay, I want to do this for once at least, you know. He had, a, he had like a humongous crystal scythe. Just He didn't own me, but he definitely won. <laughs> <laughs> that was your first experience playing another player? Like, it, that, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That can be super intimidating. I'm surprised that you like actually invited that into your world. Like I was always too frightened. I would see that stuff and go, whoa, no, no, I don't want to do that at all. Yeah, I, I, was, I don't know what possessed me at that point. I'm like, well, if you're offering it, man, I guess. Let's do this. <laughs> I just nice. killed Artorius. I mean, I'm on top of the world. <laughs> That's a hell of a boss fight, huh? Oh, it is. Oh, man. Um, I mean, luckily by then, you know, like I could take I could take any hit. Like the game had basically devolved into a stamina management game. Um, because, you know, I had the Artorius Great Shield and, and with the Black Knight Sword, it was just... You know, finding that timing. Yeah, it was a great fight, though. It was. I I think I had to try him, maybe three or four times. You know, at some point I should probably go through and play with like a heavy shield. I've just I've never done it, and <laughs> outside of like a gimmick thing, and like I just sounds like so much easier than what I do, which is never use a shield at all. <laughs> oh man, it's it's like the great equalizer. I used uh, Havel's ring and the Wolf ring for almost the entire game, as long as I wasn't in water, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. Or, or otherwise needed the protection from something else, I would take the Wolf ring off. But having a hundred, I think it was a hundred poise <laughs> and medium rolling with a great shield, you're just like, okay, come on, bro, man, <laughs> that giant hand is nothing. What are you doing? Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that's pretty much why Dark Souls One Poise is considered broken. <laughs> like you can you can really like especially once you get into the later levels and you can put on full havels and flip around, you know, and have yeah. huge iframes. <clears throat> yeah, I think I looked at the chart. I think the highest um, uh, for poise break is like eighty eight. Past like eighty eight, I think nothing can break your poise or something. Mm-hmm. Just insane. Like, just get a big mm-hmm. heavy weapon and just, like, destroy everything. Exactly. <laughs> That's great. So you oh, went yeah. through all of the DLC. Did you have any trouble finding the DLC? Because, like, the convoluted steps that you have to go through to get it is, like, insane. Yeah, that was definitely one of the ones that was kind of more handed to me. Um, yeah. I don't think anybody told me to get the amulet, but, you know, I just got that, you know, because I was going to kill everything anyway. Um, going through uh, the archives there. And like so, while, while you're playing, like I'm, you you mentioned earlier, like you were watching speed runs of like different games and stuff, and not really actively mm-hmm. playing. Like, is the game kind of bringing you back into video games? Like, were you were you seeking out that content about Dark Souls after that? And like, I know when I started playing Dark Souls and I got heavy into it, my YouTube channel just totally changed. Like, my YouTube feed <laughs> it was like you know some music videos, and then all of a sudden it was nonstop Dark Souls all over the place. <clears throat> Oh yeah, like everything I watch now, unless it's just a streamer that I had watched previously, is you know. Dark Souls this, Dark Souls that. I'm, I'm really upset that uh, Lobos Jr.'s uh, Whip Only Run uh, doesn't have any audio. I've wanted to watch that so bad. Uh, apparently, it got tagged for copyright. You know. <laughs> oh really? Um, I didn't been, know that. Yeah, it's so sad. I want to watch his Whip Only, but it's it's no audio. Is that which um, which game did he do the Whip Only Run? I think he did one and two. Okay. Uh, but I specifically wanted to watch the one. I'm trying not to watch too much of the other games, you know, especially the game I'm playing at the time. Yeah. But uh, so now that I'm done with Dark Souls, you know, all bets are off. I can watch everything I want. I think uh, I think Gary's Whip Fest is still on YouTube somewhere. I think you can track that down. I need to watch that, actually. I did, but isn't that Dark Souls 2? 
I thought it was one and two, but I mm. might I'm, I'm, I might also be totally wrong on that. It's been a while since I looked at that stuff. Because yeah, I definitely watched all of his let's plays. Though it was the magic, the faith, and uh, he had something else too. Oh, maybe maybe I'm just like uh, maybe I was just thinking of the magic one, the mm. one that the sorcerer only run. That was a pretty good one. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> Did you magic. ever get like any of that grave lorded stuff? Like where you see like the giant red phantom enemies like that are so terrifying. <laughs> Did you see any of that stuff? Uh, on the videos I have, but not on. Uh... Not in my game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know Gary did uh, at least one all Gravelorded run. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I've seen a couple people do those and, like, the super aggressive Gravelorded runs. Those are crazy. I mean, I can't imagine going through the Team of the Giants with those uh, giant dog skeletons. Ugh, <laughs> like having... The normal ones are so terrifying. <laughs> I know. And they have extra HP and they yeah. hurt more. No. Yeah. The extra stamina. Um, there's a there was a rumor that I've always heard. I've never been able to confirm that uh, when Dark Souls One was released, like mm. certain people had the game early, and uh, the developers reacted to this by like making spawning like black phantoms everywhere for everybody with like <laughs> full ninety nine stats. Oh, no. uh, I've never seen any video of that. Like it's always been one of those like. Um, it's it's definitely like rumor or like speculation like there's something like a, like a like a childhood story like on the playground or something like <laughs> my uncle told me that the developers at from you know did that but i've always right. been i've always wanted to that was like before like capture cards and stuff were so just readily available <clears throat> now i will say i have seen a lot of black phantoms in my demon souls runs thus far um i've been uh, doing a lot of farming in uh, the valley of defilement and that place is, is not too bad pure black as long as you stay out of the swamp what are you but, farming uh, for in down there just out of curiosity mar- marrows <laughs> oh, okay. trying to get a uh, yeah trying uh, well actually i have it now um but it was i was trying to get the uh, the plus five fatal dagger ah gotcha god oh, yeah. souls is such a weird so weird with their oh, with its upgrade system i know like i played 2-1 and i'm like what is what is spider stone holy crap. <laughs> oh cool that's cool for my bow let's do that <laughs> oh okay so like what made you um because most people if they started with dark souls 1 would go right into dark souls 2 um especially mm-hmm. if you're kind of primarily a pc gamer what was it that drew you to demon souls as opposed to going to, to dark souls 2 I think mainly probably the the want to keep following bonfire side chat and I'm a big like do things in order kind of guy I don't know why but you know that's just one of my quirks like even if it's a 300 episode you know podcast I'm gonna start at one and I'll I'll catch up one day maybe (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) um uh so yeah I've like want to go into Demon Souls and then Dark Souls 2 I guess then they did uh Bloodborne and now Dark Souls 3 yeah, you got you got a ways to catch up. That's a lot of video oh, games God, and a lot of podcasts between now and then. Yeah, I've let myself take like any rest I want. You know, like I'm not trying to push myself to hurry up and finish it or anything. You know, just because I know if I if I do that, I'm gonna get to like you know Dark Souls two or something. Be like, ah, okay, I'm like I can't do this anymore <laughs> or something. <laughs> get totally burnt out on it. Yeah, because yeah, like you said, it's it's four games, four games, five games. It's four. Well, it's five total, but you've already done yeah. DS one. So um, yeah, it's and those four, those are four long games too. Like especially Dark Souls two. Dark Souls two is an insanely long game with with the DLC, which is automatically included nowadays. Like it's mm. long. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, it's just yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, you're fine. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't have it, it any other way. These games are so great. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, give me more is always right, the, the thing. Yeah. Um, even, ahead. like, us, uh, like long-time Souls fans are like, you know, oh, well, this game isn't as good as this one and all that stuff, but I'm still like, yeah, mm. but I'll, I'll take more of it. Like, it could just be, like, a, a slightly worse copy, and I'll still take it. I love it. Right. What were you going to ask? It, uh, was it weird going back to Demon's Souls? Like, so, there's some quality of life stuff and, like, some interface changes. Like, was it kind of awkward and weird? Definitely a little bit. Um trying to think of anything that like jumps out at me um well for one you know when you first start out and you and you die after the tutorial you know de- dealing with the fact that you're half health for the whole game <laughs> especially if you if you've read up on anything about world tendency you're like oh, okay so i i really shouldn't stay human you know? <laughs> whereas in dark souls it was just like oh i can be human and take advantage of more of this you know game Maybe the PvP aspect or what have you, 
no, you know, <laughs> if you die while you're human in this game... Yeah, shit gets a doing, lot worse. <laughs> you're doing irrevocable, well, not quite irrevocable, but, you know, pretty bad damage to your world. So you were going into demons with, like, full knowledge of, of systems, and, like, you had done some research before going into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like How far the, are you in? Have you finished it yet? No, no. Uh, I'm about halfway. Um, I I think I've got eight bosses left, or eight eight worlds, you know, if you will. I just finished uh, Maneater. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. That's, not a, that's, not a, that's not an easy fight. Thank you. Yeah, they... They took a little while, uh, but I, think I beat him first try after I got my, my fatal dagger. Like, I just was not doing enough damage before that, you know. Yeah. And, and my upgrade path was, I, I for some reason, I, I chose, like, a challenge run for this one. I guess I, I felt Dark Souls 1, I had, you know, picked an easy route. And uh, so I, I saw this build someone posted on, I think, a GameFAQ forum. And it was uh, fatal dagger in the right and... Um, a fatal secret dagger in the right and uh mercury a parrying dagger in the left and i had already wanted to do a dual dagger build so that's that's what i'm going for you're i, I don't even remember what a mercury upgrade does what is the what is poison? the effect of that poison okay yeah interesting yeah so i'm all about parrying and backstabs and poison <laughs> That's got to be kind of fun, though. That sounds like a pretty fun and interesting build. Because it, it also sounds like you're not using a shield in that. Is that correct? No, at all. Yeah, I haven't blocked one thing in the entire game. Nice. Very <laughs> good. And like, I, I relied way too much on blocking that last game. I'm gonna roll and parry this entire game. Yeah, that was Demon Souls is the better game to do that in because your heavier armor in Demon Souls, as cool as it looks, doesn't really have much of an effect. Like, it right. doesn't. Yeah, it just doesn't. It just weighs you down. But that's really about it. <clears throat> And I finally found one set that kind of, it looked like it looked cool, and it was called the Rogue set. I'm like, okay, I'm playing a thief. Oh, wait, mm -hmm. it's only for girls. Okay, never mind. I was about to, <laughs> I was going to ask you <laughs> if you could wear it or not. Nope. <laughs> That's something I that mean, if I ever play that game again, if I ever play that game again, I'm going to just roll up a girl, because you might as well for the better armor choices and fashion souls and whatnot. Yeah, that's that was, yeah, when I rolled my second or second or third Demon Souls character, when I finally figured that out, I was like, yep. Got to play as a woman this time. Got to play as a woman. <clears throat> Not that that's uh, any kind of bad thing or, at all. Are you um like there's a, the the tone difference between Dark Souls one? Like you mentioned when we started that you were kind of into the high fantasy setting and mm -hmm. you know like monsters and humans fighting. Like Demon Souls is a lot darker than that. Like it shares a lot of that, but it's a lot more horror than fantasy in a lot of ways. Are you are you liking oh, yeah. that more? Or are you is it kind of more off putting to you? Hmm. I would definitely have to say more off-putting. <laughs> it takes longer to develop that courage, you know, <laughs> while you're not playing to be like, I should pick that game back up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, especially after you go through like 3-1 or 3-2. Or, um, I mean, even the valley is kind of scary, but I think the Tower of Latria, I mean, that... Um, I, I remember... You know, just going. Ah, I can't. I can't subject myself <laughs> to that right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm in no mood for that. <laughs> I'm in no mood for bell ringing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that that is probably my favorite area across most all of the oh, Souls yeah. games. I mean, it's just so amazing, and they keep like. It seems like almost every modern Souls game now has like a callback to it. So you'll you'll see that area come up more and more too as you as you play through the games. Oh yeah, the. The ambiance of that entire level is just fantastic. Yeah, that the creeping prison and the like. It's mm. and it's kind of built like an actual prison, so like it doesn't. There's no path through the level that makes sense. Like it just right. <laughs> it's like you just look around. And you're like, I don't know what floor I'm on. Like it's everything looks the same. Why are there no exit signs? <laughs> Thank goodness for those signposts, or I would never know where I was. <laughs> yeah, and you have to think that that's the reason they're there, right? Because people kept right. getting lost. Where am I again? You know, especially when you're going back for like pure white world tendency and you're like, where is floor two east? Like, come on. <laughs> I love the fact that when you go online to look for Demon Souls maps, like everybody still uses those original ones that are on like some crazy weird MS Paint <laughs> thing. Like it's just, <laughs> they work. They're, solid they're color. Yeah, but every, yeah, everything's yeah. like a real solid color, and like it's kind of hard to see where stuff is, but like nobody has done a better job, so it's just still those. <laughs> oh, they work, man. 
Uh, but yeah, I agree. They're, they they seem so archaic, and most of them, if you even follow the link to them, you know, they have all these like you know one through twenty or whatever for each level. And most of them aren't filled out at all. Or it's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, the blue dot is an event point. What's the event? I don't, pff, I don't know. Who knows? Nobody bothered. <laughs> Nobody bothered. It's just there. I wonder if there was ever a guide for for Demon Souls. I need to go look for that and see if there's like an like a collector's edition guide like they've done since then for the Souls games. I'd like to pick one of those up. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty interesting. But it sounds like you're really enjoying it, even if it's uh, a lot harder. Like, are you progressing? You think about the same speed that you went through Dark Souls one? Hmm. About there, I think the levels themselves are a little bit more difficult. Um. I don't think the bosses are any more difficult. I, I don't enjoy the the puzzly type bosses, but the levels like I, I feel like you got more checkpoints in Dark Souls One. Like you got more, you know. Okay, I I, I expect a bonfire in the next you know few minutes, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. You got that feeling. Whereas in Demon Souls, you know, you keep getting in and you're like, it's been a while. I haven't seen a shortcut. <laughs> I haven't seen anything. I'm carrying like I'll ten thousand keep... souls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll keep going. Trek, trek, trek. Whew, that was rough. Uh, guys, any time a shortcut, please. Like, really. Uh, I can totally tell that you were talking about 2-1, uh, absolutely. Or 2-2, two, <laughs> two, maybe, at the mines, 2-2. Two, two. Oh, With yeah. The, uh, no, I haven't done 2-2 two, two yet, actually. Oh, okay. That's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From what I heard, yeah. I'm going to be turned around a lot. Yeah, that's a that's a hell of a level. <laughs> it's long; like it feels like it goes forever. I think I've taken a little bit of a weird path through this because, like I said, once I I, I needed to get three well, the Latria to um, to pure white to get the pairing dagger, and to do that, I needed to beat unless I went like the pure black and bring it back out to pure white route, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was already, I was only like one or two steps away, so I needed to be Maneater, but I couldn't do the damage, so then I, w- I went and did 5-1 through 5-3, the whole thing, and just sat there and farmed forever for Marrowstone. <laughs> if, if anybody's wondering, the ticks apparently drop the chunks more than the mosquitoes. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. <laughs> but they're a pain in the ass to get to. <laughs> Would have never... Uh, this sounds. This is such a weird like take on Demon Souls. Like going in with so much foreknowledge and everything, and like going for these mm. very specific things. Like this seems like a very weird way to approach the game. Not not in a bad way at all, but just like in a. No. Yeah, that just seems really interesting. I agree. Most people probably don't approach Demon Souls like, yeah, I'm gonna do a dual dagger build with this weapon mod and this weapon mod, you know, and all the carry. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> it's probably more. Ooh, I found a good sword. Which was me yeah, and Dark Souls, so... I hope I can use it. <laughs> right, I hope... Mm. Oh, man, that's pretty good. Yeah. What are you, um, like, are you... So you, you kind of mentioned, like, are you going to go through the progression? Like, are you just going to follow along with Bonfire Side Chat at this point and go through, yeah. you know, Dark Souls 2, Bloodborne, and then Dark Souls 3, and do the whole thing? That's my plan. Um, I'm hoping Emily will let me borrow her PS4, or I'll have to buy one or figure something out for Bloodborne, <laughs> but... Uh... <laughs> Otherwise, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, because the rest of them are on PC, so you won't have a yeah, problem there. Exactly. Is that like the? Those are the ones that are done by Sony and not uh, Namco, right? Is that yeah. The, is that the um, case? Yeah, there was Demon Souls was published by Sony in Japan, and then mm. uh, they elected not to publish it in the Western part of the world. And eventually, like the export copies that had English um, item descriptions, kind of got real popular in the West. Mm. And it became kind of a big import thing, so Atlas picked it up and actually did a full re- publish, and that's where it got retranslated. Like the original English translations are a little weird; like they're even weirder than the <laughs> text is now, which is very, very weird. Um, but then, yeah, but they Sony went back and was like, "Oh shit, we should have definitely picked this up earlier <laughs> and did Bloodborne." So yeah, that's <laughs> that's an exclusive. Gotcha. But Namco is pretty like agnostic on that stuff; they just want it on all systems. So, which is yeah, probably so better my- in the long term. Absolutely. Yeah, I would much rather play something on PC, really. Um, I mean, I'm not like, you know, PC Master Race or anything, but I would definitely rather play something on PC if I had the choice. Gotcha. Because who Are has you the playing... money to shell out for a new console <laughs> all the time? <laughs> See, but I, I think the exact same thing about PC gaming. Like, I used to be a big PC gamer back in the day, mm-hmm. and then 
like now I just think I would have to like buy a new video card every year or put more RAM in or, or what have you. Like I just don't even want to bother with it. Like I've got my PS4 over there and like eventually right. I'll replace it with a whole other box. Like I won't have to crack it open <laughs> or anything. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I bought this one in 2011 and yeah, I've put more memory in it and a new video card, but you know, one time and that's been it. So it's working good. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, maybe I, I should. Some... Yeah. Ahead. I was going to say, some people do need their box to be, like, you know, the top of the line. Got to run the latest game at Ultra all the time. But, you know, something that's serviceable. Yeah, just something that will open the game and run it at a reasonable frame rate, right? Right. <laughs> are you, uh, like, are you playing games in between this? Or is this, like, your your primary, like, I have some time in front of the TV. This is what I'm going to be doing. Yeah, that's it. Just that's just it. souls. <laughs> <laughs> so that, got... That's another, yeah. You said you got hooked <laughs> completely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, that's another challenge too, uh, with it being on console, you know, now I'm sharing the TV. <laughs> mm. I'm but, sure. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I would say like, you know, there's something completely different about a souls game. Um, I, I, I was so used to games holding my hand, you know, before and to, I think that there was an article out a few months ago about how it was one of the most bene- benevolent games ever. You know, and how it teaches you like a parent or something like that. Uh, <laughs> a lot of highfalutin language, but I mean, at the same time, um, you know, it's really true. You know, you you get to go through and make your own mistakes and, and you know, figure out what to do next. Like, oh, God, these archers, man. Like, <laughs> what, what do I do about these archers? Okay, next time when I get up there, I'm just going to try, I don't know, rolling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I can get through this. Like, they wouldn't have just sold me a game where I couldn't get through this. <laughs> exactly. And you know that. You know, every step along the way, it's like, no matter how, no matter how hard that was, I know that I can get through it. I just have to figure out how. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's what I like about it. The challenge of the games is, is absolutely hooking me. Well, um, can you tell everybody, and you, don't, you absolutely don't have to if you don't want to, but can you tell everybody where they can find you on the internet if they want to go talk to you after this podcast is released um i am on twitter as i believe it's ravenstorms 619 okay and i mean you can find me on facebook if you want to just adam burdett okay um otherwise that's it um or if you are on the slack channel for duckfeed tv i am ravenstorm 619 there you go it this just clicked for me, and I feel really dumb now because uh, I remember you were in the Duck Feed Slack and the Bonfire Side Chat channel talking about how your first you you had gotten the Black Knight sword to drop, and like that mm-hmm. was I remember this now. Like it just clicked yeah. as soon as you said Slack. Like I don't know why I wasn't putting two and two together. We've talked on Slack to arrange this. I don't. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I kept wondering why you emailed me all the time. Like whatever, you know, whatever system he has, that's fine. <laughs> I do like to keep it over there in email, just because I can have a central point for it. But yeah, like that, totally. it just clicked. Who, yeah, just relating. Yeah, I need like some sort of uh, like central database to you know for Slack names, Twitter names, Facebook name, like to, get, to consolidate everybody into one name. Um, you you weren't the one who said you hated me or, or were very mad at me because I beat Capra the first try were you no no I never somebody else yeah yeah I don't uh oh he was was joking completely but uh (laughs) that that was hilarious yeah I don't I don't get mad at people doing well in Dark Souls like I I'm I'm more kind of astonished and like wow like you're hearing that your wife beat the gaping dragon the first time I'm like hell yeah she knew Mm -hmm. what she was doing that's great like I don't get mad that that she didn't suffer like I did and have to do do it 20 times or something so glad to hear it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well thank you very much adam I, re- I really appreciate you coming on the podcast uh i know this is not something you do normally and that's right. one of the reasons i started this podcast was to have people that don't normally come out and talk about stuff like this talk come out and talk about their experiences with souls so i, re- I really appreciate it and yeah, thank you this was a, actually a really cool experience yeah. and the time flew by i was worried i wasn't gonna have anything to say <laughs> <laughs> that's how it always happens right. and then you get to run in your mouth and you're like oh shit it's been three hours <laughs> <laughs> right um, and as always, I've been Jeremy Greer at JG Greer on Twitter. You can find this podcast at DGUS Podcast on Twitter. Um, if you'd like to be like Adam, send me an email and come on the show and tell your own story. Send me an email at DGUSPodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you next episode. <laughs>